Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on this BFC Live, we connect with Dennis Adigamoff, a senior consultant at CanDelta, the official regulatory advisory of Business of Cannabis. He'll be talking about how to create a culture of continued improvement in the cannabis sector based on his three years advising clients. This is Dennis Adigamoff of CanDelta. Dennis, thank you for being here. Always a pleasure, Jay. Great to see you again. Well, great to see you. And we like to kick off the week with the team from CanDelta because um, you guys have such great depth and breadth of what you've seen in the sector, and this is going to be no different. Um, I want to, well, one, get a little bit of your background so folks sort of know the experience in which you're speaking, but also I want to put forward an idea that I've been thinking about a lot, and that we're in the midst of like, I think a real inflection point in the industry with like competition is really heated up across the board and uh, more people have access to legal cannabis on the retail side. And so you need to like run an efficient compliant operation all the time and continue to get better. And the competition demands it as well. So like, there's this like, there's a lot happening. I think there's an inflection point, but give us a little bit about your background and if you agree with sort of this inflection point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, the industry is really young, but we're reaching a point where now the people that can't keep up with the pace of operations, they're really at a disadvantage, right? Personally, I've been working in the cannabis industry for almost the last three years, um, overseeing operations and processes and procedures. And so I've seen how these companies can falter and how they can thrive. So while looking at issues from a big picture can help elucidate the larger scale problems, it's really often the staff that know the details of where they're usually the faults or hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so, so thinking about that, like, and we, you know, outside of cannabis and like business school stuff, it's like creating a culture of X, like creating a culture of compliance or creating a culture of efficiency. And I guess mm -hmm. because the industry is so new, it's sort of like creating a culture of like D all of the above. Right. Like it's like it's obviously around compliance, but if you're only compliant and not efficient, you will just have compliant cannabis that is not quality. Or, you know what I mean? Like it's like all these things. Like what are the key areas you're thinking about as this sort of, you know, companies try to implement a culture like this? Well, I'm glad you asked, you know, um, my own findings in the industry, along with, you know, firsthand accounts from past and present employees of these cannabis license holders on the common or potential operational challenges that a company can face are a lot. And I'd love to discuss these findings. Really, I this is a great opportunity to discuss how these companies can create a culture that is constantly evolving to improve their efficiency in operations. Yes. So, yeah, so I guess those talk will primarily focus on operational structure rather than management structure. But I would also like to state that there isn't a one size fits all approach. So the suggestions that I'm gonna provide are intended to assist these cannabis companies and managers to adjust their own internal procedures in order to better be able to spot deficiencies and address them in a way that moves operations going forward. Love it. Now, there are primarily three operational departments for most cannabis companies and they can be categorized into inventory control, production, and quality. There are other departments that should be 
a part of every cannabis company's roster as well, such as regulatory compliance, management, and HR. And each department would ideally have staff with more specialized roles, but that's going to be a bit outside the scope of today's conversation. Okay. Ideally, this is the operational structure that's suitable for license holders. However, smaller companies will often have overlapping responsibilities that can create issues, which I'll discuss. Inventory control typically handles sending and receiving shipments, making purchase orders and procuring equipment, and handling cannabis and non-cannabis materials, as well as the internal accounting and reporting. The production team would handle everything to do with processing and making the final bulk or finished cannabis product. And the quality team, will they employ checks and reviews of incoming in-process materials and outgoing products to ensure that quality is always maintained. They also handle what to do in case of deviations, how to account for them, and how to prevent them moving forward. An issue that's common to smaller and newer companies is overextending the responsibility of their staffs. And what I want to get across is that those three previously mentioned departments have fundamentally very different goals. You know, like I said, the goal of inventory control is to ensure proper accounting for everything and maintenance. But they also need to communicate with other departments when they discover reconciliation issues, losses, and shortages. Their goal isn't to ensure the quality of anything, nor is it to ensure that quotas are met. But their goal is to ensure that everything is being accounted for. Whereas the goal of production is more often than not to ensure that production quotas are met. It's a race to the finish line. So anything that impedes that process, such as inventory record conciliation and quality assurance, often hinder their ability to meet those quotas. It's like so sometimes they're even contrary to one another. It's true, it's true. And, and it happens often. Um, similarly with the uh, quality assurance, the goal of quality assurances to ensure that the production team is maintaining consistent quality throughout and checking that anything out of spec or any deviation from established procedures are properly documented, assessed, and prevented from happening again. So while there's definitely some overlap between these departments, staff that are overextended and have overlapping responsibilities will implicitly reduce their efficiency. And, and really, this is because there are many non-compatible activities between those departments. For example, it's far simpler for inventory staff to spend 10 minutes per production run to account for all incoming and outgoing cannabis materials than it is for production staff to do all of that auditing on the fly as they're processing. The inventory team should be regularly auditing and process cannabis during production to ensure that the correct raw materials and non-canvas materials are used, something that's often forgotten. If these responsibilities were left to the production team alone, then that introduces a greater risk for material loss and batch errors due to using incorrect materials, such as picking the wrong strain for the product or forgetting to weigh the outgoing cannabis, issues that I've regularly encountered. And even if the production team is tasked with responsibilities of inventory control, there should still be specialized inventory staff present to ensure that it's being done properly. Likewise, if you have your production team tasked with doing all of your QC checks, 
then you're likely going to see an increase in the number of quality issues. When your goal is to make a lot of products and you're faced with the external pressures of quotas and deadlines, then quality tends to be sacrificed as it can be difficult to do all of those required checks with the proper precision as those goals can be competing with one another. More often than not, we find that successful cannabis companies will have a QC supervisor overseeing production, ensuring that the proper checks are implemented and taking that layer of responsibility away from the production team. It's important to have the dedicated personnel in each of those departments so that the staff can have very specific goal-oriented mindsets that ensure optimal operations at all of those levels. You need to ensure that the staff responsibilities don't include the incompatible activities. Another example of incompatible activities would be production and sanitization. You know, production staff shouldn't be tasked with sanitization. For example, an employee that's working on making their edibles, but is also trying to clean the room at the same time, could introduce the risk of contamination through those sanitization products. The management team should always be vigilant that the employee responsibilities are balanced. One way that they could do that is by checking the proper performance indicators. Are production quotas not being met? Are there abnormal amounts of waste produced or raw materials lost? And are there frequent deviations from SOPs? If any of the above are true, then it's likely that the relevant staff are being overburdened with incompatible responsibilities. <clears throat> so having the clearly defined departments, roles, and compatible responsibilities properly outlined creates an internal operational system that is synergistic rather than antagonistic. Ideally, now, it wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah ideally. But now you have these well-defined roles and departments that are clearly communicated to all the staff, but each department still relies on the other for smooth operations. This is where proper training and channeling of information come into play. More often than not, operational inefficiencies occur due to lack of knowledge, and lack of knowledge is often a lack of training and communication. If the company is experiencing repeated problems, then it's important to hold training sessions for all of the involved faculties to ensure that everyone is on board with how to account for the cause of those issues. This is not something that should be done only after problems are encountered, but should instead be ongoing as appropriate to mitigate issues before they arise. <clears throat> One way that a lot of successful cannabis companies achieve this is by holding interdepartmental meetings on a regular basis, be it weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, in order to promote that communication between the departments. You know, maybe the production staff doesn't have enough equipment or supplies to meet their quotas. Um, that needs to be communicated with inventory control and then brought to the attention of management. Maybe a certain product type is having more quality issues than others, so the QC team needs to communicate with the production staff and the two departments must work together to adjust their procedures to account for those issues. Another way that these companies can create an environment of cooperation is by having an SOP revision process that allows the staff to provide revision requests. SOPs shouldn't only be changed when 
when a deviation arises or new activities are being introduced. Every department should be able to provide their input on ways in which processes can be improved and having an SOP revision request procedure that gives the staff the opportunity to provide those inputs creates an environment where everyone is involved in the betterment of the company. And to add on to that point, uh, while this is a high standard often implemented by pharma companies, um, the cannabis companies should have at least an annual SOP review audit procedure in place to check that those SOPs still align with the company's own internal procedures and needs. By enabling an SOP revision request program, as well as doing those annual SOP review audits, there will be both small change controls and large change controls that are gonna be required depending on the proposed changes. These implementations are actually synergistic because together they simplify the change control process and provide the system for ongoing evolution. And now another effective strategy employed by uh, the most successful companies for proper channeling of information is by employing an effective solution to track everything that's going on at the company. This is done through, uh, often done through software such as SAPs, ERPs, and QMS. Uh, in, in the cannabis industry specifically, we've seen many companies using software such as Cannabis 365 and uh, Elevated Signals. I'm sure you know them both. Yes. Um, these programs, they, they take away the paper records and make the relevant information far more accessible. Uh, quality checks easier to implement and inventory records easier to audit and reconciliate. While it's not a requirement to use the software and even paper records can be suitable depending on the scale of operations, it's important to heavily consider the needs of the company and to determine the best way to make all of this information accessible and easily tracked. You know, I was gonna say, it's like all those things you just sort of went through, like I was talking about the externalities to the sector, there's a lot more licensees, there's a lot more competition, you know, that, that leads itself to people need to be more efficient. But I guess the part that I wasn't thinking about, but you sort of outlined is that a lot of these companies are entering their own next stage of business where it's like, okay, they've got the SOPs, they're up and running, but like, what does it look like to constantly look at the, the operations, whether it's production, quality, like all those things together to say, is this right? These SOPs that we wrote when we launched, do they, are they still relevant? And like, we ought to look at them more than once a year, as you're pointing out, because as staff go through the process of getting product out the door, we found these three things that need to be changed immediately and we can create different or revised SOPs. Like that's how you're thinking about it. I assume that's how lots of clients are thinking about it too. Absolutely. And, and you know, <clears throat> traditionally um, SOPs are edited through a change control process that's often managed through the quality controls department. But really, like I said, everybody should have the opportunity to provide their input and a formal procedure really really implements a culture that welcomes that opportunity from the staff. Yeah, everybody's all in it these, together. Exactly. All of the suggestions and methods I spoke about today, they work together to create that culture of ongoing evolution and improvement. And that's really what is going to help the cannabis companies moving forward succeed and stand out from the pack. 
you know, some aspects of responsibility or departmental segregation may be difficult to achieve for smaller companies, but the principles are still the same and should be considered. Staff need to be focused, but coordinated with all of the departments so that everyone's on the same page. You know, if you work at a cannabis production facility and introduce even one of these strategies, you'll definitely see the return on investment in the form of increased quality and consistency, improved timelines, and reduced losses and time waste. And you might have more engaged employees because they feel, again, like bought into the, bought into the system. And I think it's really, I think it's a really timely conversation that you sort of talked about today because it is, of course, this increased competition and these companies are now up and running some, you know, three, four, five years, but it really is this, what does a steady state look like of, of constant improvement, constant efficiency, constant quality, and how do you bake that into the business? And, and, and also, how do you do that even though employee turnover, employees are going to turn over, right? You may have the best culture, all those things, people are still going to leave. But like, how do you maintain, like, how do you plug that gap and right. maintain this culture? And that's where the training and the ongoing interdepartmental meetings come into play. You know, um, if someone new comes into the picture and they're just kind of stuck into their one little click niche, it's kind of like high school, you know, they, they don't know really what's going on in the company. And that's, that's where that ongoing training, communication, channeling information really helps to onboard those new people. Uh, based on that uh, constant consistent turnover that you were talking about yeah it's really it's a I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to talk first especially like on a monday morning it's like okay what do, like what is their strategic thinking here and how do we actually implement it it's been really helpful dennis because i think your sight into companies that are in this mode or should be in this mode i think is really helpful and i and i know you know that the can delta team has worked with lots of people especially on the production side that just you know they're in it but they want to get better. They need to get better for a whole host of reasons. And I think it's helpful to get someone with perspective as you over sort of three years, looking at these operations and facilities and uh, SOPs even like, I think that's, yeah. I, I'm glad we had a chance to connect. No, it's my pleasure, Jay. I'm happy to, happy to talk about this. And um, we're obviously happy to speak with anyone interested in looking at ways that they could further improve their procedures and processes uh, for their needs. Yeah. I, if I had process and procedures that I thought you could help me with, I'd call you immediately. I'll be happy to hold a training session for you, Jay. Anytime. <laughs> That's great. Dennis, thanks for being here. We'll connect with you down the road. My pleasure, Jay. Thanks. That was Dennis Adigamoff of Can Delta. If you like this program, please rate and review us. We ever you heard the show that helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque Main. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.